0: People prodded in pride, asking, when are you going to get laid? (laughs) That is the voice of Jeff Woods, who will
1: be joining us a little later on in this podcast. And I'll introduce my guests in just a few moments. First, thanks to our sponsor, uh, nay, our partner, RetroCat Gaming. You can visit retrocat.ca forward slash bigchrislive and use the promo code bigchrislive, Chris with a K, to get $10 off one of these fantastic units. You can play over 8,000 games from over 15 retro classic video gaming devices. Sega Saturn, Dreamcast, original Nintendo, all on one handheld device. Ship from Ontario
2: right to your door.
1: Shop online today at RetroCat.ca Or choose
0: same-day pickup in the GTA.
1: RetroCat.ca Let's get nostalgic. All right. And we get on with the broadcast. Welcome to Big Chris Live, the live stream via Facebook and Twitter and YouTube right now. And of course, our podcast host, DeanBlundell.com. Thanks to them and RetroCat.ca. My guests tonight, Pete Smith and Reese Turner. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Big Chris Live. We are live, babies. Thanks for having me, man. Buddy, yeah, buddy. Woo. The last time I saw Reese, he, he was on my doorstep delivering a uh, a Canada pot, as in Canada Post, but Canada pot T-shirt, and uh, yeah, I still, right. I just watched it the other day, man. It's it's beautiful. I still love it. <laughs> still wear it all the time. Uh, and, oh man, I'm so happy. And your beard is way fiercer than the last time I saw you.
3: Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. It's a, uh, it's a look I'm going for. Yeah. Part, uh, part, <laughs> part laziness and part depression. It's-
1: yeah. Yeah. That's pandemic times, man. It's been a harsh year for, well, all sorts of body hair. Although Pete, you're, <coughs> you're looking pretty, pretty slick there, man. You're still rocking the, 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 bald look. We're, we're similar. We're, you know, smooth. yeah,
2: I actually, uh, I don't, I don't it was like a, in the making. Cause like literally today I was like, I had like, the golden horseshoe all oh, really? around like fuzz like i yeah. look like like a psychiatry teacher or something and uh <laughs> big nasty beard and i was like i'm gonna shave today i was home watching my kids and i was like i should probably uh shave and then like literally 20 minutes later you're like hey you want to be my podcast and I was like yeah i got the look cleaned up
1: This very well may be my final podcast before we have a baby. So I'm just trying to get them underway guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. It's coming. It's coming. Um, you know, we're at the phase where the baby is like the alien movie, just like ready to fucking burst right through and, 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 uh, and, like, 10 a.m. strawberry milkshakes for breakfast. Baby gets what baby wants. It's not a problem. A quarter of the dairy is our favorite place. Luckily, it's right around the corner. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you're really close. My wife, uh, the day that she wanted – or the day that we ended up uh, delivering our first, she wanted a, a red slushie. Nice. And that, that was a mess that night in the hospital. <laughs> and the nurse was like – Oh, like like had to have this red slushy and she's puking it up. I mean, it happens. For the, and... for
1: the younger folks <laughs> or the inexperienced folks who don't know what Pete is referencing. This is something that I had to learn too, when we first found out that we were pregnant. Uh, and I say we, but you know, Lisa was pregnant, but, uh, yeah. is, is that, that somebody and not the male is going to shit on a table at some point of the, yeah. uh, of the birthing process. And, uh, uh, I heard a story recently. I won't say who it was about, but it was certainly someone within my family circle uh, where the night that they gave birth, they were at a family corn roast, and they mm. were extra hungry that night, and they had something like half a dozen cobs, and uh, that was the that was the table deuce. <laughs> That's
2: amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I won't name any names. Oh. Someone in no, the family. So, it. hey, what a great way to start the broadcast. Actually, we started off with this... <laughs> We started off with this clip, actually. I don't know if it, it's going to go downhill from here, but uh, let's replay it again for the cheap seats.
0: This is
2: me after four mimosas. This is me after, mimosas. Me after eight mimosas. This is me after two mimosas. Yeah. This is me
1: after, I think, six mimosas. This is me
2: after seven mimosas. This is me after two flights of mimosas.
1: <laughs> they, don't know, they don't know that they're going to have to poop on a table one day. This is me bit. after all
2: the flights of mimosas. <laughs> don't do it looks like... It. like the,
3: the
1: two dudes in the camo
2: oh, him. like
3: follow him the, the start of like, a slasher comedy. This is so <laughs>
1: awesome. Here it comes. Oh no. Uh...
2: <laughs> what I noticed about it is like when she says she gets to like seven mimosas, it seems like she's actually a little bit more level-headed right there. Yeah. It's like she's just like, she's yeah. really hitting like reality's really hitting it's really hitting her. Yeah. This is the yeah. other seven mimosas. And then cut to two less teeth and oh,
1: yeah fuck. i'm blaming kyle on this one i don't think it was her fault i think it was the guy with the mask or the guy who who's who has had her on his shoulders he he did not look stable that young man no. that well, gentleman don't trust kyle. Well, listen
3: you have to make a good decision off the bat and she made the decision to get on the shoulders so oof, <laughs> we got a question both parties on this one
1: yeah absolutely now uh we got another guy um that uh, I think is uh, a real beauty. Let's take a look at this gentleman.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
1: Kyle's dad.
2: <laughs> this guy looks like he's like a manager <laughs> of Gary <watching Darien> Jake. <laughs> he, he runs the campground of Gary and Jake.
3: Oh, man, this guy, he's, he's my new idol, I think. Yeah. Gonna, this is what my hair is going to get cut into. I'm going <laughs> to cut this into that. And I'll bypass the Smoke to spit out. I don't yeah. even smoke anymore. I'll just buy them to spit out. <laughs> <laughs> just to emulate this man.
1: So, yeah, th- this guy has got a, a crazy mullet. And, like, one that you don't even see anymore. And what was it? Yeah, a, a carny? No, a, a security guard at Darien Lake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the campground man i don't know somebody out there
1: anyway. <laughs> yeah yeah oh man so i just thought that those i thought that could be kyle's dad i don't know if they're related or not but uh that's quite a duo to start <laughs> off the podcast with poor mimosa girl missing it looked like more than just two front teeth at least three there she had
3: and the bottom kind of of too
1: yeah oh yeah that's true yeah it's, it's like that's that's no way to enter your 30s you know that's you're you're already down you're already down a couple of notches you already got a few strikes against you. Mm. The time you hit that point. <laughs> um, so, uh, gentlemen, let's open it up a bit. Um, current events and whatnot. You know it's a little crazy out there. Reese, I knew you best when you were uh, in Montreal and doing comedy in Montreal. Yeah. Now, of course, you're in the GTA. But uh, Montreal had some riots uh yeah, that made yes. some uh, national news I, I was like oh fuck we're on cnn just great i love it when canada makes cnn it's never for a good reason uh but no, and it's usually
3: montreal too for doing something like
1: this isn't it yeah i i remember the good old days when montreal used to riot over like you know hockey or guns and roses <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. those are the yeah, good old days
0: true.
1: not the case but <laughs> did you see anyone you knew out there recent tv or any anything man
3: listen i saw some people i'm not gonna say who but i might have seen a person i don't know wow but like, my facebook feed was crazy today i had people being like oh this is horrible which it was you don't like some businesses are getting hit hard enough you don't need to fuck with them uh sorry for swearing if that's not allowed but i did because i'm passionate it's about very that. loud don't don't small <laughs> businesses have been fucked with stop it like you want to go break stuff go break a government building. But like uh, they were saying, like this basically. Uh, I had some on Facebook being like, "Look at all the fires! That was to light everybody's way homes for the Ada curfew, just so we didn't get lost." <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was
3: terrible though. It's it was awful.
1: There's part of me that's actually, I, I never thought I'd say this. There's part of me that actually wants an author- authoritarian government crackdown. You know, like, I kind of want to see what happens if, you know, like, out of some dystopian novel, the police are just allowed to literally arrest you for being on the street. I just, you know, I'm curious. There's an alternate universe that already has it like that anyways, right?
3: Yeah. And yeah, they lock you up in Walmarts and stuff like that. You can
2: stay here.
1: Yeah, That's the sentence. You, you stay here now. See, that's
2: where I think I'm lucky. Like, like, I was saying before, like, even with my internet, like, I live in the country. So yeah. like how this is whole like this whole thing is affected to me, is totally different from like Reese and even you Chris like. Yeah. So when I hear people like locked down for eight months, I'm like I can't even relate to that and like the angst you'd get from and just everything on on top of everything you know just piling up piling up. So for me it's almost like you're saying like this dystopian thing. It's like yeah, why don't they just crack down? It's easy for me to say that because I, not easy. I don't I don't think or say that, but like yeah. it's easy to think like that because. I don't have that around me, you know what I mean? So it's wild to see this. On I'm like, I can't – I'm, like, seeing it, and I'm like, this is – like, where is this happening? It's – like, I don't see – you know, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, like, that there's so much – Upheaval now with the third wave lockdown, stay-at-home order. Like it's really seeming chaotic, and and you know even in Barry, Pete, which is by the way I'm moving to Barry. We'll talk about that in a few seconds. But yeah, yeah. um, But uh, you know we we look at uh, at the the protests that have been happening. Like even for a town Barry size, 300 plus people. That is a pretty sizable protest that they had on Friday. And you know the police are now they find the leader or the the ringleader whoever it was that was there uh, leading the protest. But I mean we're getting to the point where they're finding people, and yeah. and it seems like wow okay. And and listen, I understand certain frustrations, and I understand you know the business community the the open up lockdown open up lockdown restaurants having food go bad in their fridges like there's a lot of a lot of shitty shit happening out there uh, for businesses, um, but. I mean, I I look at these protests and I'm just like, I'm like, where is this all headed? Like, w- what's the next yeah. step for the protesters and what's the next step for uh, the police or the government? Right? I mean, it it seems like either next step for either party is not a good one for the people who are kind of caught in the middle. Right. Uh, it's kind of and a there's bummer. other
2: cities. There's other cities where it's like even they're even bigger, right? Like yeah. these, these protests and everything, right? Like other cities around Southern Ontario, they just get bigger and bigger. And it's like, you're right. Like, what is it? Who knows? Who knows the next step? It's scary. Cause like, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of businesses are getting fucked and a lot of family members and loved ones are getting sick and, and dying. We all know a comic who just lost their dad. Right. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, it is serious. So it's like, what, how do you, where do you grasp all this? Like one end of the other, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's
1: there's a lot. a no-win, man. It's what uh, I don't no. know if you guys watch Star Trek, but it's a Kobayashi Maru. It's the no-win, <laughs> the no-win situation, right? That yeah. they that all Starfleet captains have to be put in, but so that you know to see how they react, right? Except it's real yeah. fucking life and uh, life and death. Whether it's the death of your business or your livelihood or the death of your family members, right? Um, yeah. yeah, it's been tough. On the lighter well, honestly, side. Uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Reese.
3: No, I was just gonna say, honestly, that's what brought me back to the GTA. Is it like this COVID thing killed my entire business? It killed my livelihood. Like, I was doing live events, and when I wasn't doing live events myself, I was covering other people's live events. Yeah, so literally, it's like I, I watched my contracts for March of last year. Were like it was <laughs> I had comedy shows, and then I was filming events in like three of the worst hit old folks' homes. Mm-hmm. That's where my contract were supposed to be and then they just canceled 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 and I'm reading in the news that like a whole bunch of people died in these seniors homes and then that's it my whole business went up i hung on for a few months but i ended up having to move home
1: yeah yeah
3: like, it's a tough time man
1: yeah and and yeah like pete you're you know married with kids man like you've got uh you know you've got a family right you know and and yeah. that you must have a completely different experience too right from how things have gone over the last year
2: yeah for sure like I've had, I have a day job where you know I'm fortunate enough to be able to keep working and yeah uh, I mean, there was a time where we were like we were off and I had there are times where I have to take time off with the kids and that the balance everything too and uh, my wife in the same thing too she's you know had to switch shifts, but that's I tell her all the time we say all the time like how fortunate we are in every aspect because like yeah. Teresa just said, theres people that are losing businesses, businesses are shutting down. there's people that are losing family members, there's people that can't see loved ones you know our grandparents like grandparents can see family members so it's it's tough it's such a bizarre time you know like
1: we had to share with my parents that they're going to be grandparents for the first time that's the other thing too like lisa and i were having a baby but like i just turned 40 i'm a first time dad at 40 there's no other grandkids the last yeah thanks man but the last child that was born on my dad's side of the family was my younger brother and he's like 36 he's 36 so there's there's no other kids so like we're having, we, we had all these ideas of going home for Thanksgiving, telling our parents and just, you know, seeing my dad cry and everything at Thanksgiving dinner. None of that happened. We did it on the front porch, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and if there's nothing more crushing than watching, you know, my dad, you know, cry tears of joy and happiness, but also of sadness because he can't even hug his son that's 10 feet away, right? You know, that, that's, right. there's, I mean, that's that, insane. and that's just, that's the first world problem that I have. I mean, there's a billion yeah. other problems that are out there, right? <laughs> But they're all, they're my all heartbreaking. My sister's getting married next week. Really? My
3: sister's getting married next week in, in British Columbia. Wow. And we, had to, we, we ended up canceling our plane tickets yesterday. Yeah. We canceled our plane. We could. was like we're having to miss my sister's fucking wedding because of this thing. Yeah. It's insane
1: yeah and and that and these are just like the sacrifices that we can name off the top of our heads that have happened recently to us, not not like let's not go back to September or last July or whatever, right like yeah. uh, you know it's tough, man um, but on the lighter side of protests and on the lighter side of things, I'd love to share this clip of a protest. I believe this is in Alberta. It's, it's always fucking Alberta, it's like our Florida here in Canada, anyways, there's a I believe it's a <laughs> church with a, of course an anti-lockdown message or I think a plandemic, fake pandemic uh, message um, but the, uh, the church band got out for it with a little recorder fucking rock and roll he looks he's like the less part cool part the,
3: yeah he's the math teacher brother that happens also slap the recorder
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I, and there's nothing else. I, I just thought it was funny. I just thought that it was funny. There was a protest, and they are playing a fucking recorder. I mean, like, I play the bagpipes, so I'm not trying to, like, sh- instrument. Sh- <laughs> I'm not trying to instrument shame here. But uh, but at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck? At least the bagpipes are angry. At least they're a weapon of war. <laughs> the recorder, yeah. man? It's like the fucking friendly giant. Like, look up. Look way up. <laughs> Little fucking Rusty the Rooster comes out. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> are you telling me though are you telling me that if you heard
3: an army just just playing recorder you wouldn't piss yourself if i heard an army of people just playing like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know uh even by art will go by celine dion i'm gonna piss my pants yeah
1: <laughs> uh like so,
3: army of full-grown men just
1: yeah that <laughs> actually i'm dead yeah that actually would be dangerous it'd be like something out of Lord of the Rings, or something, like just a bunch of orcs playing recorders. Uh, I don't know why I thought of that as you're taking a huge toke there, Reese. <laughs>
3: I don't know what you're talking about. That's just magic. It's magic. I'm, oh, a, I'm a magician. Watch, watch, watch. Yeah. watch.
1: <laughs> it came through the screen at me. Blew it in my face here. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, that's, what is that? I don't even have anything in the room that could enhance I that. I can't even see Reese right now. It's so smoky in there. Wow, are you in a little... Fog. Blue? It's fog. Right, it's fog. fog? That's fog I'm machine. on the west. west coast. I'm on the west coast. It's fog. <laughs> <laughs> so I mentioned, uh, Pete, I'm, I'm moving to Barrie. You know, after yeah. after being on the air there for four and a half years, I'm finally going to have an address there, which is kind of nice. And, that's uh, wicked. Yeah, it is wicked, man. I didn't know you were living outside of the city, though. Like, how far outside are you?
2: I just live out in Oral. So, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, like 20 minutes away. Oh, okay, not, that's Not cool. far from Barry. Yeah,
1: and the internet but... does suck out there. I got a buddy out there. He's like, yeah, we we don't watch Netflix. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't watch Netflix? No. He's like, no, the internet sucks too bad out here. And I'm like, what?
2: It's, it's wild, man, to think that, like, uh, you move... Five minutes from town maybe even even closer less than that like you could be a kilometer from any town in southern ontario and like oh by the way you bought your house you don't have internet though there so <laughs> you know it's like you it's like you you really like you check like if you, if you ask your realtor you're like so there's internet right and they're like uh yeah there's, <laughs> there's internet <laughs> and then you get it and then you do speed tests and you're like fuck i'm not going to be able to watch you know like ne-. you can watch like on the internet we used to have we can we could watch it but there'd be issues. But I actually recently got that internet that Elon Musk uh is putting out.
0: Oh so, really?
2: Yeah. So that's why if it's way better. I like, I find that the internet I don't know what it's like on Zoom and stuff, but I find in general it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, um way faster speeds and I'm not trying to make a commercial for it or not like that but that's fine. we're way yeah, we're uh... way happier with uh with it than the country internet that we're used to. But you'll be in the city barry is civilized reese in case you didn't know that there's you know it's there's actually a, a city of barry there's
3: yeah <laughs> my uh my uncle lives in bracken
1: okay my uncle
2: lives oh yeah in okay, okay, yeah,
1: okay yeah. yeah so you know so uh anyways yeah I'm moving- i've been i've been through <laughs> <laughs> i've been through. so i'm moving up to barry i'm moving in town though we're gonna place in town um but i i just wanted to ask pete like you, you basically, oh, I mean, you grew up in Belleville, but you've been in, in Barrie a long time, right?
2: Oh yeah, I've been in Barrie for like, shit, 25 years. Okay, is it is it, like,
1: okay to have a family there? Because, yeah okay, because I'm,
2: because man... <laughs> where, are you, where are you moving? What, which, which end, which corner of town? You don't just need to say exactly. Like, yeah, time.
1: we're like Anne and Edge Hill.
2: Oh no, 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 no. Oh no! No, no, no really? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Oh, yeah. no, it seems nice, yeah, no, no, it seems no, no. nice I, enough. Yeah.
1: I've edited there's, it.
2: Uh, there's a lot of the thing with Barry is that there's a lot of nice neighborhoods tucked in between everywhere. And there's yeah. a lot of, it's just like any, it's just like any city you grew up in Kingston. So, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, Jill nice city. Parts of Kingston, And there's, uh, you know, kind of whatever parts of Kingston. Yeah, you
1: know. yeah. 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 Okay. That's good. I was, cause that's how I pitched it to my wife. I'm like, no, this is a nice little patch here. Uh, just don't go to the other side of Dunlop. Just don't go down, <laughs> just don't go down to Dunlop and high street. Uh, yeah yeah
2: there's some yeah there's some sketchy parts okay you're not really gonna be down
1: there right no we're gonna be just hanging at the house man with a new baby that's the idea right um but i i just i ask because you know for the four and a half years that i've been on the air there i've reported on the most ridiculous fucking crime like i i don't know like this week man the same circle k corner store was robbed twice within 11 days and I was like, uh, uh, "Is it is it
2: okay? I don't
1: know. Is this is this a good idea?" Uh,
2: yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I think it would be all right. It's like any city where there's you know there's some you know scummy stuff, but you know if right. you're rocking around with the family, you'll be, you'll be you'll be good. There's okay. No, as long
1: yeah. as you don't, as long as you do stick your nose where it's not supposed to be.
2: Yeah. You're right? fine. Like actually, when I used to live in the south end, like the guy next door to me had like. Uh, some dudes two dudes bust they their, their garage door was always open and oh, then a yeah. the door going into their house and two guys like busted in one with a machete and then like try it was like this is like right next door to our house and my wife was at home i was working nights then and it was like <laughs> fucking wild
1: you're what? not helping you're not helping oh, Pete. Money. you're not
2: helping Meth, or, yeah like who
1: knows you're not fucking helping all right that's funny though <laughs> Somebody stole a gazebo. That was my first week on the air in Barry four years ago. Somebody stole a fucking gazebo out of the Walmart parking lot, and I'm like, "All right, this I like this town." Uh, but yeah, there's there's been some other ones that aren't aren't so flattering. Um, okay, guys, so I tease this off the top. Jeff Woods, who has been an alumnus on this podcast. If you want to scroll back, there's a great chat. We chat for about an hour about just music, rock and roll. He schools me on Black Sabbath because I made a flippant remark. And he's like, no, Black Sabbath is serious. Don't talk like that about Black Sabbath. Anyways, um, he's got personal relationships with all sorts of famous musicians. Um, and he's been best known as a an orator of music. Um, but now he's uh, taken on a new oral well a, a new verbal should i say or <laughs> a new project and uh, i'm happy to talk with him about it we've teased this on previous episodes please check out my chat with jeff woods now with only fans you can subscribe to him for jeff woods bedtime stories no stranger to the podcast but also a celebrated author podcaster records and rock stars the podcast is out there as well as syndicated on radio stations across canada and now you've expanded your oeuvre shall we say jeff (laughs) maybe i'll let you do the talking as to exactly what
0: you're up to right now chris thanks for having me back on um yeah oeuvre that's 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 good That's that's communication right there. That's 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 above (laughs) and beyond. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, So years uh, now, people have been saying, why don't you read dirty stories for lack of a better uh, erotica, really? Mm. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that's 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 interesting. And and finally, I thought it's time to do that. So I've, I've, I've launched my OnlyFans, as you know, Jeff Woods Bedtime Stories. And uh, I started out by pretending that I was writing in a pseudonym. The first story was by Aiden Black, which is, which is me. Because, listen, I've never been ashamed, um, um, felt badly from a moral standpoint about the erotic. The erotic is an antidote to death, is the great uh, educator and therapist Esther Perel puts it. Um, we all do it, the, the churches, may suggest that you know we only do it for reproduction, but we know better than that. So I'm writing these stories. They're typically 20 minutes in length and I narrate them and then they go up to OnlyFans and uh, people can subscribe for free. Today is the last day of the free trial today. Oh,
1: heads up day. everyone, April the 12th, last day.
0: Last day of the free trial. So you can get in and check out the two 20 minute stories I've already uploaded and, uh, and see if you like them. And if you like them, I mean, I do one a week and for $7 a month, you get access to, to, to you know.
1: It's just a, a shade cheaper than Spotify, Jeff. That's well-priced.
0: <laughs> right? Well-priced. Well and at, at an hour and a half of, of, of filth uh, for, for bedtime <laughs> uh, before you go to sleep. If you need a little help, you know, they always say, what's the best way to go to sleep? And they say, God's sleeping pill.
1: If well, you know. my wife uses the Calm app. To fall asleep in the evening, but she mysteriously upon hearing the fact that you're on only fans now has unsubscribed from the calm app. I don't know what to think about that, but who I, I, you know, a good night's sleep is a good night's sleep, I guess. Happy wife, happy it, it, life. Eh
0: well put some people think of it as a marital aid particularly not for you guys but for people that have been together a long long time yeah some of us watch things together as couples i know my girl and i do Mm -hmm. some uh, just listen just the lights can be out and you can hear what's going on and you can uh, be motivated by it perhaps
1: so your what's your pseudonym again what's your your alter ego I,
0: I got rid of it because I oh, mean, you who, dropped am I, who, it, right? who am I kidding? Right, There's of course. Stories. You're the one and only. Your voice, Jeff, everyone knows it. Well, you know, I was pretending I was reading the stories by another author. But oh, I see. Let's face it, they're fiction. They're fiction.
1: Oh, are ish, they? Because that was what I was going to ask. Like, ish. like, are these based on life experience? Because I think of the last narrator to erotica that I remember as a youth was David Duchovny in the Red Shoe Diaries. And he would start right. off narrating. And then, of course, the actors would dramatize what he was narrating. But it was always David Duchovny that introduced you to the premise. I feel like you're the new version of that.
0: Well, uh, in, in all fiction, a little truth, they say, generally <laughs> speaking, so um you know bits and pieces of your life go into these stories and some of it's uh aspirational some of it's uh, fantasy and mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. of it's real yeah well it's up to the uh <laughs> up to the listener to discern which of those is which
1: and that's part of the fun i think is the guessing game even the filth
0: is in the, <laughs> the ears of the beholder as it were
1: all right gentlemen your thoughts do you want to hear some samples of jeff Woods' erotica or what Listen, I would pay to hear that man read me city menus, okay? (laughs) (laughs) There has been much made of that man's voice here on the podcast. Guest after guest, when they hear that he's been on, they're like, oh, man, his voice. Everyone I know, men, women, everybody, can't get enough of it. So Great voice, great voice. Here is a sample of Jeff Wood's bedtime stories he sent me. Some that I can play, and then some just for my own personal see- keepsakes. No joke. He says, not for air, but I can have them in my iTunes. You know, just so, you know, at a dinner yeah. party, I can put it on shuffle and they can just show up.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, here's, uh, here's one clip right now. For her, people prodded in pride, asking when you're going to get laid, pushing her to see this one or that, suggesting she have fun and find a friend with benefits. Still, she took matters of lust and longing into her own hands. She'd heard people admonish porn, but she reveled in the sounds of others giving and taking and making one another feel as they fucked. It stimulated her imagination. (laughs) And let me tell you, these are the PG-13
1: clips because there are some where... I've never heard... I I won't play the clip, but I'll tell you, I've never heard of somebody referred to a female g-spot as the uh the peach pit or the nectarine pit. And listen. Perfect, this guy is writing Great. his own material too. Like wow. that's the other thing that I I'm also super appreciative of is that you know who his voice really reminds me
3: of uh the what's his name um who Gene Shepard is that his name from uh I think he- christmas story um, oh wow yeah yeah like yeah. he would be a no, great he's... narrator for the new series of those except without like all the fucking and sucking talk <laughs> 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 more of like the well, santa and christmas
1: spirit right yeah BB. <laughs> well you know i david attenborough has to retire at some point he's getting quite aged maybe jeff oh. woods could be the replacement right
2: that's all right <laughs> That's, that's like like with animals, like, narrating, like, the mating season. Uh, <laughs>
1: and, the rhino- and the rhinoceros penetrated the eagle. <laughs> and ate beach <a laughs> pit. Oh, God. All right, here's one more from the Allowed to Play files. He
0: lifted Allowed his to head play. to meet her mouth. They kissed lightly at first and intuitively. Their tongues met and danced and dove and felt as though they were fucking one another with their mouths. (laughs) Suddenly, at the same time, they pulled back from one another just a bit and smiled. This was bigger an event than either of them had actually imagined. They sighed at the same time and laughed at the synchronicity of that and of their desire. Then his hand slid softly between her thighs, and he felt the puddle that her underwear couldn't (laughs) contain.
2: That's yeah. yeah this, this guy, like, he's yeah. He's the only one doing this,
1: right? I've, I, to my knowledge, he is breaking ground. He is. Yeah. He is becoming a, a, yeah, a re- Like I said in the interview with him, Red Shoe Diaries, man. Nobody's yeah. done this since David Duchovny on Red Shoe Diaries, being the orator, being the storyteller of erotica. Maybe also, I believe, I believe at one point Snoop Dogg also might have narrated a porno, like very early on. <laughs>
2: He made, yeah, he, he. I think he produced one years ago, yeah, that like, was it. 2000s. But he had like the intro, he came out like yo, yeah. and he did
1: like a thing, but he wasn't in it per se.
2: No, 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 no. That's, I mean, good on this guy, like, that's like lemons, that's like a lot of lemonade from like this lemon that we're dealing with right now, right? That's crazy,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: it's the smartest thing, like, that's fucking nuts. nuts, good on him,
1: yeah, 100%. Uh, credit to Jeff, and again, he already makes a lot of. Good coin off of that voice of his. He voices commercials. He does radio. He does podcasts. He does everything. But, like, imagine adding one more chip yeah, onto the roulette true. table of things, right? Like, oh, man. Uh, yeah. You know, like, talk about using your gifts as well. Ron Jeremy, he found a way to use his gifts. Jeff Woods, using his gifts as well. Who,
2: who you know, what's is his... his, who's his his fan base is it more men than women or couples or like does he know like he must have those statistics Uh,
1: you know i don't know but i'm sure he has a breakdown but i'm i i believe like basically my father-in-law brad is probably his number one listener right (laughs) like the guy who
2: nuts to nuts to him all the time (laughs) but
1: but when he's telling stories about on tour with Ozzy Osbourne and stuff you know yeah yeah true 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 but but yeah like you know Brad's got like an Iron Maiden t-shirt that's all he wanted for his birthday a few weeks ago I just want a new Iron Maiden t-shirt and fucking right he got one he's just a good lad but uh, that would be I think Jeff's primary sort of regular audience um I think he's trying to branch out maybe because I don't know. Do you, do you think that's a unisex, like doing that is a unisex thing, or do you think that that's a more <laughs> females? That, I don't know. Couples. I think that's
3: that's for that's that's for that that's for ladies to like do that thing <laughs> from Howard Stern Private Parts. Yeah. And and put the subwoofer on really yeah, yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's
1: what that's for, you know, like you know. Yeah. Well that
3: voice jeff
1: when he was building his studio he had a bunch of stuff delivered to our house here because because he lives way up like uh blue mountains but for some reason ikea would it was cheaper or something for him delivered to hear to hear a new market right so i said yeah sure so he delivered all of the shelving and stuff for his studio so he came to pick it up and i get a text like just pulling up into your driveway now and i was like oh nice cool and uh and then i said hey honey uh yeah jeff woods is here i'm just gonna go out in the front porch and meet him and she's like, Jeff Woods is here. Jeff is here. Oh, my God. Can I? And she's like, I want to come out and meet him. And I'm like, no, you fucking stay in the house. You fucking stay in the house.
2: Oh,
0: bad voice, he man. When he,
2: when he called you, he wasn't like, I'm pulling up to your back door. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm knocking.
1: Well, there was this time that we stayed in a hotel together when we judged a battle of vans. So, you know, nice. <laughs> but that's, you know, what happens in Blue Mountain stays in Blue Mountain sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to uh, hang with you guys again. You're welcome back on the podcast anytime. We're going to wrap it up for the evening, but uh, thanks for hanging, guys. It's been a good chat, going through some uh, dank clips and, uh, and of course, experiencing the Jeff Woods of it all together. Reese Turner, you can. Are you still, do you still have some more of those uh, Canada Pot t-shirts, Reese? Are you still doing yeah, that? Or? Got,
3: yeah, I do. Yeah, I got the Canada Pot t-shirts. I got everything. I got the wrestling podcast going, Canada Pot. I got it all, baby.
1: Yeah, so posters. <laughs> plug your podcast too, man. You've got two on the go, right? Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, the I'm on Casey Corbin's Talking Wrestling. Nice. Uh, I'm his co-host there now, so I do that with him. And every Friday night, I do a stoner live stream sesh. It's called the Late Night Sesh at 10 o'clock, and I have all different... Guess i've got musicians i've got animal handlers i've got comedians i've got actors it's like a late night show but for potheads it's a lot of fun <laughs> we even have a, a segment where we stare at the fridge for two minutes it's great
1: yeah i've um, been there so man that's like so like that's college dorm room is what it is man and i like <laughs> i like that you're doing the wrestling thing with casey that's cool i've only met him once or twice but he's a good dude and and um And I've never under-fucking-stood wrestling, though. That's the other thing. And everyone I hang out with loves wrestling. Uh, Yeah, and it was
3: just Wrestling Shark Week last week. I know. WrestleMania.
1: I know, I know. (laughs) It's all I could see in my fucking Facebook timeline the other night was WrestleMania. I'm just like, oh, God. Beautiful. And uh, Pete Smith. Honestly, it's the best. Yeah, Pete Smith. Thank you for uh, being on tonight, man. Uh, great yeah. senior face, man. It's been so long, Thanks and like for having me. that's the other thing that I'm so stoked to move to Barry for, other than the fact that the Circle K has been held up the, around the corner from my new place like twice in eleven days. But anyways yeah but i'm excited to, to to see reconnect with everybody in the barry comedy scene and by the time we're settled in there and and getting getting into our routine and hopefully the pandemic will be over and we'll have some comedy again yeah. and we can get up and fucking tell some jokes together again dude yeah man yeah um you know and and that was the one thing that really sucked about uh being here in Newmarket and and basically having my entire social branch of network everybody in barry it was a total burnout because it's an hour fucking yeah. drive dude it was terrible yep. So yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, building on those friendships uh, even more when I get there. So thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah,
2: thanks for having me. I don't have anything. I don't have as much to plug as uh, Reese. <laughs> I've. Uh, Do you have a big graphic making...
1: design project due next week? or? Uh...
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just uh, making butter tarts and pizza. So that's about it. Fucking right. right, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to be off as a new dad as well. I'll be Mr. Butter Tarts and Pizza. You Absolutely.
2: Know. Congratulations in the next couple of days here. Yeah. Everything
1: goes well. Thanks, boys.
0: What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves.